Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Welcome to China Jedi Talk, where we interview a broad selection of the human race who spawn from different cities, towns, and villages in and around China and across the world to talk about life, business, love, strife, places, faces, different races, attractions, distractions, goals, and aspirations, creating selections, affections, opportunities, and connections, and as always, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you. Can I just say that my questions just like yours are just begun? Can I just say that your questions just like mine are just begun? Cause it was breaking news. Now, where are you living at the moment? And you're living with your girlfriend, aren't you? But yeah. not just your girlfriend. Yeah, at the moment I'm living with my girlfriend. I'm living with uh, three of her nephews. Two of which yep. are three years old. Awesome. The other one is 15 years old. Oh god. Um, <laughs> her mother, which is 66 years old, and her sister. So, I'm, and that's all in a small two-bedroom apartment. I wouldn't really say I'm living with them. I'm just staying with them for now okay. until yeah. I find a job and find a place. Obviously, right? So I'm kind of like in between lives here. <laughs> so uh, it's crowded and it's yeah. loud. And Great experience. I mean. There's no, you know, you really have entered the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon's um, den. den. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my only saving <laughs> grace right now when she's not home is using a Google Translator with her, with her 15-year-old right. nephew. And I'm not even sure if it's translating part properly. <laughs> but it's yeah. good enough. It's good enough. Right. Yeah. So. How many people in the house then? So there's her, her sister, three two, nephews, two women. and mom. So three six, women. So seven people. Seven people. And how many bathrooms? One. Yeah. So how does that? Would you kind of get up early and sneak in and do your business, or yeah, you, you well, kind of like I'm, a lottery? In the morning? <laughs> I'm used you haven't to got wake, your routine of your bowels done yet. I'm used to waking up really early because I work like crazy hours in Calgary, right? So like I, I get up six, five, six o'clock in the morning. So these people stay up all night. And yeah. They think I'm an old man because I'm falling asleep at half nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time are they at? God, all hours of the night, four o'clock in the morning. The kids stay up probably till one o'clock. And then what time do they get up? Uh, they. They tend to get up around eleven, and then okay, they, so you, they nap. you've got right. place yeah. to roam. Yeah. yeah, so I've got I've got that time in the morning, but beyond that, it's just you know, yeah. it's just like a circus. <laughs> it's just yeah. nonstop noise, and the kids are always screaming, and you know, my girlfriend, she's uh, she does a lot for the family. She right. really looks after the kids. A lot. She the oldest. No, her sister's the oldest. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, but I don't know why. I guess she just assumed the role. She's better with the kids. They listen to her more. Whereas the sister is more lenient. She's lenient on the kids, but she's you know more firm with them, right? So yeah. they listen to her better, naturally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she just kind of assumed the role of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So obviously you've landed here. You've got a place to stay. But you were telling us now you're looking at finding a job. Mm-hmm. Um, What's been your experience so far of, of, of that? I mean, obviously you can't do landscaping here, or you could, but you yeah. probably wouldn't well, be getting much back for it. Yeah. Well, so far I've had several job offers teaching English naturally, right? Yeah. Well, it's in high demand here, I can see, right? Thank- thankfully. So I tried a couple different places, and I, I don't really know what to think about the job, to be completely honest. Like I say, I come from a, a landscaping background, so it's... It's all very new for me. 
I've never taught before. You know, the last time I stood in front of a, a room of people was in high school, yeah. you know, doing a, you know, an essay speech or something like that, right? But this is, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really uh, afraid to speak in front of people. That doesn't bother me, but it's just hard, the communication, you know? So I, I've done a couple demos in English classes, and I don't really know what I'm doing, to be completely honest. Well, you said you did one demo, didn't Selling you? And you thought in. you completely <laughs> messed it up. Oh, yeah. I and didn't then, know what And I then you doing. got a job offer. Well, yeah, and it's crazy. <laughs> Which is a wonderful indictment for China, really. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> you can't get a job anywhere. Come to China. Yeah. My, gr- my girlfriend's sister, she sent me... Uh, some powerpoints and some audio files and some uh, you know like lessons and I didn't really she didn't really tell me what I'm supposed to be doing she just said show up at this place here's the stuff work with it and yeah. I was like yeah. okay that's standard so I looked at it and thought, you give it I looked at it and I thought what the hell do I do with this right like yeah. so yeah. I figured okay so I, I messaged her I'm like so do I need to use all this material like how long is my demo gonna be you know like do i use the powerpoint do i use the lessons whatever right so i had no clue so she's like oh no you just use the powerpoint don't worry about the audio files don't worry about the lessons which was when i got there completely wrong right so i'm supposed to like deliver these lessons it was like a mock interview right like you know you just basically go and there's one student there and there was one person you know marking my 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 progress right and he didn't look too happy (laughs) he just looked at me like who's this guy and where did he come from right like, so I'm like, just my teaching was like all over the place because I've never taught before and I don't know what I'm doing. So at the end of it, you know, he went into the room with the student and, you know, by the puzzled look on her face, I'm like, yeah, I definitely failed this, right? <laughs> so, so I swung the door open and went, you're hired. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he, comes, he comes back in and he's like, you know, how do you think you did today? I'm like, I completely failed. And he's like, yes, you did. And he's like, but it's like <laughs> you seem very patient and your pronunciation is perfect naturally right yeah from Canada so <laughs> you know he goes over the salaries and blah 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 whatever right all the details of the position and he says uh, we'll be in touch I'll call you tomorrow and I said okay well that's good so you know five o'clock rolls around the next day didn't hear nothing from him I'm like ah I didn't get yeah. the job obviously right so and then the other job which was crazy. I was just, I, I, I suspect that my girlfriend set me up for this one because my phone, I bought a brand new Xiaomi phone like yeah. last week, which I love. It's yeah. a great Chinese nice product. Like, yeah. I really like it. Yeah. But uh, it seems to be overheating when I use it. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I need to go look at this looked at. And apparently they have service centers here that, uh, Fix your phone, you know, you got like a one year warranty. Yeah. We don't have that in Canada. No, your phone's broken, it's finished, quick. you know? Yeah. You might as well cough up another $800, yeah. right? So so we uh, we go to the fourth floor in this, uh, this mall, and uh, there's yeah. an English school there. And she thought that the Xiaomi repair center was on the fourth floor. And now that I, you know, I think about it now, she set me up for this, right? So I'm walking by and this guy comes running out the door. White guy, you know, looks at me. Where's he from? Canada. Okay, come inside the office. So then this lady comes out and she's like, you know, where are you from? Canada. Oh, do you want a job? Maybe. Maybe. So she sits down and talks to me about this this school, and I, I, I shared my other experience with her at the other school about how it was, right? And uh, she said, No, no, no. This this school is really simple. It's going to be easy. You know, you should take this job of lunch. You know, trying like trying to sell me. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna think on it for the night, right? And the next day rolls around, and my girlfriend's you know starting 
you get impatient with me. Like, you better get a job, you know? Like, <laughs> she didn't say it, but I could see it on her face. Yeah. I was, Shit, I better take this job. Right? So then I go to that school. And this is where it ties into where I met you guys. <laughs> so I ended up getting lost because I went to the wrong location. And I met you guys at the bus stop. Anyway, fast forward. I get there, and I have a conversation with her. And then she puts me in this class with this guy's this, this British guy's teaching English to kids. Yeah. And while he's while he's going on, I get a message from the school. They want to offer me a job. The other school. Hey. So I sit down with her and we talk about it. You know, I'm like, this other school is offering me, you know, X amount of dollars for a month. And like, she was paying way less. So I'm like, start negotiating with her. And uh, anyway, fast forward. Um, I picked that school, and uh, I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. And uh, <laughs> well, you're sitting around with three other people that probably would say the same as well. Yeah. You know, we get by. We just no, keep not breathing. That we don't know what you're doing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things here. I'm going to pick up on what you just said. Number one, the guy in the room when you went to do the interview with the kid. He looked at you and you thought he kind of. You could tell that he was looking at you, thinking this guy has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. That's our perception. Now, probably his perception was something completely different. It was probably like, oh, this guy has really big muscles. <laughs> his hair is really curly and brown. And uh, I wish I could speak to him, but I'm so nervous. But of course, we only come through through our, through our insecurities yeah, and fears, doesn't it? Of course. Um, the other thing is, as you're talking to me in the background, and uh, listeners, we're sitting in a... We could almost be in Europe now, and these benches with the veranda. And, but walking past was a Chinese family. I don't know if you noticed them. And the little boy was pointing, oh, why go around, why go around? They said, look at the why go around. He was saying to his grandma and grandma, grandma and granddad. He didn't know we were doing a podcast. And then we've got this chap who's sat down next to us, hasn't ordered anything, spent any money in the establishment, has had the free glass of water, and for the last past 20 minutes has been speaking a hugely large... Yeah. Throwing his empty cigarette packet on the floor. He threw an empty <laughs> packet of cigarettes just straight on the floor, like someone will come along and pick them up. So yeah. it's wonderful. The backdrop is just so alive, China. Yeah, it's yeah, that, that's something I'm trying to get my head around too. Is uh, people throwing stuff on the ground? Oh, it's just yeah. such a no-no in Canada. Like, again, <laughs> you it's, throw it's something, not everybody, like, but if somebody, yeah. if somebody saw that in Canada, like, it would be yeah. like just giving you an evil look. You know? like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you throwing rubbish on yeah. the ground? You know, it's it's so. Frank. Upon. But here they're just like, eh, yeah. <laughs> We were saying the other day in the back of the cab, but I, it goes to standards. Yeah. You know, standards come from, I guess, a group of people, a society finding a common thing where we value, and that could become a rule or a standard. Mm. I think when you have such a flux of growth yeah. um, and money coming into the system and people becoming richer and buying and selling just increasing exponentially, it, the standards take time to find its way. Like I said, that room up there could be 4000 a month to rent, but the room next to it, which is the same, depending on the landlord, could be 9000 They both find people to rent the, yeah. the house because there's no standard for us to lock into. Same with the, the, the manner, you know, chucking things on the floor and there's just no... Well, it's enforcement, I think, as well. Yeah, Standards come from enforcement too, right? Yeah. Um, on that note, um, I think we're going to take a, a, a well-earned break.
So that you just asked a great question, which was, what's rude here? Yeah. Yeah? That's such a rude question. I love it. <laughs> love it. And I actually honestly, I, mean, I would say things that are rude in the West are seen as, this is very general, not rude here at all. And things that maybe we would say aren't rude are really rude here. Yeah. And an example, like you were talking about living with your Chinese family at the moment. Yeah. And you were saying... Yeah, I was saying basically that, like, you know, it, it, my girlfriend was telling me, you know, I woke up the one day and it was about 10 o'clock in the morning and I suggested that her and I go out for lunch together. And she said, what? What do you mean? And I said, well, let's go for lunch. And she's like, well, we have to bring the whole family. They're here. It's rude. And it, it's just such a weird thing, you know. I mean, I can understand it, right? Yeah. But, like, in the West, that, would, that wouldn't be rude at all. It would just... Be like yeah you're going out with your significant other for something yeah, to sure. eat right yeah it's actually a positive thing. yeah you know, you're doing a thing together right yeah. so it's seen as you know like there'd be nothing rude about that at all right but here and that so i'm just it was kind of strange but uh, i understand it you know i guess eating out is so common here mm -hmm. yeah just, they, do it every day, they much, eat so. out they eat out so commonly so that that's what i thought you know like why uh what's so rude about that and I don't know if that was just her saying that or if that's actually like a local custom or what what do you, you reckon Will if you had that situation um, Chinese family well we, when we first arrived we were living with my mom with my mom and dad which is my mother-in-law and father-in-law and now your mum and dad <laughs> yeah, see that's see, brilliant I'm thinking of them like that but um, so we were living there and it was really difficult because I'd been living either by myself or in a flat for I don't know, since I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sharing this house and there's like, they're like, they, they don't treat you like adults. They treat you like they're kids still. So it's really yeah. difficult. But yeah, anytime we'd go out, we'd all go out together. And it was like, I didn't notice it so much, but now that you say it, like yeah. that's, that's definitely not necessarily rude, but we didn't ever, it never came up that we would go out by ourselves, really, so. Yeah. Can you not bring them a bit of takeaway? Back? <laughs> <laughs> they, they order takeaway sometimes, yeah. but uh, yeah. And uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought there. And yeah, just learning, learning to deal with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're way closer. Yeah. See, now that's a huge subject. And we when we did those things with um, Chin, the, the Confucius sessions, yeah. um, that we laid down, a few, we we're talking about this. Chinese families, I would agree, are a lot closer. Mm. But why is that? Because they're Chinese? No. no it's not. It it's all has historical reference, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, And I think as a country develops, it becomes more capitalistic and more opportunities, there's a word again, that, yeah. that you know is there for people. And we go out of our families to get them. The family just naturally, I think, becomes not... It's still connected, but the strings become further away mm, yeah. and the attachments become further away and I, I just think you see I'm sure our families were like that hundreds of years ago yeah. in, in, in Europe as well, oh, yeah. well the um, opportunity to travel is just there now mm. it has been for us for quite some time so. so I think what we might find is almost frustrating maybe in 50 years it'll be gone sadly in, in, in a way from it'd be interesting to see in China um, how that develops because uh, certainly in flux at the moment eh? well if you look at it economically they're they're like they're in the 80s but even before that they were they were pushed out of you know what was that 1910 was when the emperor was deposed and then like they've just been the rocking it forward yeah. into modernity like so quickly 
they're still dragging all of that cultural baggage behind them. Not necessarily that all of it's bad, but it's all packed in together. Yeah. It's going to take them a long time to sort through it and throw out what's not needed and carry yeah. on the things that are really important. And since the fall of the last dynasty, they've had continual invasion from right. from abroad as well. Well, at least harassment. So, yeah. yeah, it's been a complete and utter um, <laughs> dynamic century, hasn't it, really, yeah. you could say. Um, still finding its way, um, as we all are. In our own in our own little ways. So interesting stuff there, rude. Yeah, um, I'm just continually rude anyway, wherever I go. So I don't give a fuck about that question. Let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, give us another juicy question. <laughs> okay. Have you guys uh, have you adapted to the Chinese diet? <laughs> oh. I, I think food is an interesting question because I'm very new to the food here, and, and I have been trying. Yeah. As much as I can stomach, <laughs> but some things that come to the table, I'm just like, no, I'm not. Is this in that. your house? Yeah, as well. Yeah, in the family. In the house, but more or less when we're out eating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I haven't gone too exotic. You know, I've tried like frog and, uh, you know, a few other things, but some of the stuff that's come to the table, like I won't even eat black pudding when I'm in the UK. Oh, right. <laughs> they yeah. got jelly. Shame blood. on you. Shame. They've got jelly blood and you know, dishes coming to the table. I'm yeah. like, nah, I can't touch it. I'm sure I will at some point. I'll muster up yeah. the courage, but you know, baby steps, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, I eat anything. I'm fine. Well, you I, do, but you've eaten you eaten durian and that. You don't like that. Do you? Oh no, I, I hate durian. Oh, that stinks. Sick on one podcast. Yeah. Don't you know that? But yeah, I, I'm I've totally adapted to the food culture. I've tried chicken feet, but I can't. I don't enjoy it as much as my wife. Does. Yeah, just, I've tried it too. It's I'm not bad. It's yeah. just hard to eat. I, I, I like things with a bit <laughs> more meat on them. Right. Are you masters of chopsticks now? You no, get it down. I'm you get it down. About halfway. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if the I further up you hold it, apparently, you know, the better. Yeah. You are. Yeah. The talk. Yeah. If if I put a a, a a meaty chicken breast in front of you, or a load of meaty chicken feet, which one would you go for? Chicken breast. But even okay. even now, I don't really like eating chicken breast. I quite like the legs and the wings now because yeah. I feel like I understand what they mean. Like the meat. It's really dry in chicken breast. Yeah. I'm starting to see that because I'm eating a lot more. Uh, it is. And chicken breast yeah. is dirt cheap in the supermarket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Whereas like Canada, it's, it's like so you know, the prized possession of food, right? <laughs> <Really? laughs> it's so yeah. expensive yeah. here. So what about, aside from breasts, what else do you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like to eat? <laughs> China, what else are you nibbling on here? Uh, you know, I've done the typical. Snails? I've done the typical snails? foreign thing. Go to McDonald's. You know, I'm frequenting there. Yeah, you, you were holding a half-eaten Big Mac when we met you. Well, I like the barbecue for sure. Obviously, who doesn't yeah. like? Yeah, barbecue, we used. Right? I haven't had one for years. Uh, in really? the old days, it used to literally a barbecue man would come along outside an apartment mm, on the road, no. plastic chairs, table, and he'd set up his own little business for f- five hours. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's stopped now. They're, they're yeah. designated areas, aren't they, now, the barbecue areas? You can't oh. just set up outside of a shop or yeah. something. No, it is. Yeah. Something I never tried until it came here was pigeon. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pigeon's yeah. good. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Right, so you're into any vegetarian stuff? There? Yeah, actually, you wouldn't know it by how much weight I've gained here, but uh, <laughs> before I left Canada, I was actually, I went on a vegan diet for two months and I lost 30 pounds. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. And it worked message? really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Now, yeah, I can't let go of meat, so... Yeah. But, yeah, the vegetarian stuff, I love vegetarian. They, yeah, they do a lot of it here, to be fair. I know they always say they eat meat, but they if you if you know how to say it and that, you can get... There's always vegetables on the table in China. Well, yeah. And the vegetables, there's so many vegetables I haven't tried yeah. before, and they're yeah, really good. The thing I've noticed about the Chinese is if, if you think something's weird, just try it, for the most part. If you can't 
if you see something and you can't stomach it, yeah. maybe you'll try it later on down the road. Yeah. But I've found that everything that I've tried tastes really good. And I think a big part of that is because they've become masters of it, right? Yeah. So it might look weird, but they've got so many years of cooking experience with, you know, strange yeah, items, yeah. right? So that it actually tastes really good. Yeah. Okay, clearly hasn't had any uh, stinky tofu, has he? Uh, Will, how's your, <laughs> um, what's your opinion on the old diet stuff? You, you, you into Chinese food? Um, for the most part, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, my wife and I, we lived overseas in New Zealand for quite some time. So our diet kind of is a little bit mixed. It's a little bit of both. Um, let's see. I think that actually I'd have to say that our diet is one of the main reasons why we've done so well here. We haven't. Okay. We don't buy takeaways like we don't go to McDonald's or, or get takeaways like that, and we don't really um, we don't really go to say like the foreign supermarkets and buy all the imported food. So all of those things are really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and most of the stuff you can kind of make at home. Like if you want salsa, you just kind of make it yourself. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. So that's, that's one true. way that we've saved a lot of money. But yeah, Chinese diet, yeah, there's a lot of things that I do eat that I didn't before. But nothing's really weird. No, nothing's that weird about it. I, I think Chinese cuisine is it's a massive country so there's so many yeah, different types yeah. of it but generally in most parts I don't eat out a lot yeah. depends where you eat you can eat in the restaurants where they use gutter oil and tons of right. MSG yeah. and you know yeah. it's yeah uh, or you can eat some really beautiful I mean Guangdong cuisine is revered as one of the best in China right yeah. Yeah. it's um, healthier for sure you can tell versus main, the rest of the mainland they use a lot more oil in their cooking I think so it does depend where you go though yeah. Uh, yeah yeah there's a yeah but certainly I think any newbie explore it and, and enjoy it and try the stuff that's yeah. uh, <laughs> quite frankly not something you'd normally try, try. it once <laughs> um, <laughs> back home wonderful okay so that's the diet done so yeah moving on then uh, from uh, all things eating wise what else have you been thinking about as a newbie? Healthcare. Oh, Ooh. thinking about healthcare. Well, let's just yeah. <laughs> move on to the next subject, shall we? Healthcare, yes. In what respect? You thinking of um, having some plastic surgery or? No, no, I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that vain. But no, um, I was just thinking. You know, I actually have visited a hospital since I've been here because her. Uh, oh my God! You didn't leave straight away. <laughs> her That's nephew. Amazing. Her nephew hurt his knee, so but he was he was okay in the end. But uh, yeah, I noticed uh, the hospitals are a little run down, like most buildings here. But my question is, you know, how is the quality of the healthcare? I'm, like you were saying that you you had to have a, a surgery done yeah. here. How is the quality of the healthcare and? Uh, you know, are you? Do you feel like uh, you're well taken care of when you're at the hospitals here? That's a, that's a great. If you've got insurance, yeah. If you don't, then, no, if you if you got cash or you got insurance, then yeah. Um, I don't know. Different. You know, even my wife, she will do research on the doctor that's working that day. So, you know that. It's like they got ratings or something. Say, so, oh, this is a good doctor, and they know and they can do that research. So. But you go to you went to Hong Kong for your surgery, didn't you? Well, yeah, um, I worked in the health medical industry for four years um, in a place where we set up a clinic. And uh, actually, I would liken it a bit to what your question was of food. And I think you said, you know, sometimes you can get really good restaurants and sometimes you can get really bad ones. And, you know, now we were in that clinic the other day shooting some of that video. And um, 
that aside, I for the first time where I used to work, I smelt bleach in the in the oh, yeah. water that the, the the cleaner was using to clean wow. steps. And I actually said to her, you know, Pierre Bachelet, is that? And she said yes. And I'm like, wow. Well, when I was there. Um, constantly I was trying to say we need to use more than just cold water um, <laughs> yeah. when we're wiping the surfaces down because I mean uh, especially I'm, when you start low and work your way up with so the so the with the <laughs> antibodies yes <laughs> well yeah that, that is a that is a possibility but anyway I like the good smell of bleach as you come into soap you get what you pay for Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I would say to any foreigner, foreigner out there, if your company's not providing you with insurance, then get it. So, yeah, then get it. I, well, they should be. I think it's a legal requirement that they yeah, need to is, provide. Yeah, it is, but it's not a good quality. It depends. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, that's so. that's my. I mean, if you're having a, a baby in China, no problem at all, because they have one point whatever billion of them a year or more. They're good at it. By the They're good at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's really what my main question is. You know, like. Do you feel confident in the, the doctor's abilities? Are they well educated? The surgeons. Let's say if you if you you know you had a heart attack right now sitting here talking. Okay. This, right. If you wow. walked into a hospital, okay. are you good, are you confident in the doctor's abilities to to take care of you? So if you find it, if you live in a place, then the, obviously in the first few months you should locate just sensibly the good places to go. Right. Lots of hospitals here. And there's a couple of ones that I would recommend to go to, and especially for foreigners that have like a VIP service where the nurses can speak English and stuff. Right. Now, does that still mean that the service is really good when you get to doctors? Maybe not, but I tell you, it's like anything. In, in China, there's more people, so there's more. There's some great doctors here, but there's also a lot of doctors that aren't great, and there's a lot more of them that aren't that aren't great because right. there's just a lot more yeah. people yeah, here. There's a bigger mass. So again, it's like do your research and. Have your, your your plans, your escape routes for if something happens. I would say if there's any emergency, and I'd be honest with this from my experiences and listening to people who've had it, I, I would not, as a foreigner, go into a local hospital for no. something very critical. No. Yeah. Um, but if you've got to go, you know, if you have a heart attack, you can't whiz over to Hong Kong yeah. or Macau. So you just have to find the best of right the best of first yeah. best available yeah. best available it's a it's a situation for sure there's a lot more private hospitals coming up now right and a lot more semi quasi hospitals that are actually in the public um, ho in the public hospitals but they're kind of private it's like a private clinic within the hospital yeah, yeah. Um, and that's happening too so it's getting much better and I tell you what probably 20 30 years time China might have the best healthcare in the world right yeah. I would I know I would really put it possibly as being like that because More with technology better. today China could escape going from A B C D E F G oh, exactly. and go straight it through because of yeah. technology yeah. Um, with digital healthcare uh, and, and the resources we have available so I, I think it's very bright it's much better than it was and it will get even better um, there is a problem with of course the whole thing of you get what you pay for and, yeah. and you maybe have to pay a well, bit more to get what you want and yeah, stuff and that's still very much even then it's very hard like as a foreigner coming here if you didn't have some sort of if you didn't have somebody that you trusted helping you out, it's really sketchy. Because, you know, you expect as, a, as someone, you just walk into a hospital and they've got their, your best interest in mind. Yeah. Here, it's not about service, it's about getting the amount of people through yeah. that they possibly can. So are the doctors good? Yes, because they see so many people. But are you going to be cared for? That's yeah. defined cared for, you know? Yeah. So I just had kind of weird experience. Thing to talk about on a podcast. I just had a colonoscopy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how, how did that 
Okay. Um, it, how, how did it go? It was again? weird. Yeah. So Number five, right? You went to. I cannot remember where I went. Um, I, I actually don't know the name of the hospital. <laughs> they picked you up from your house? It was closer than the other one that I went to, which in the morning, it's a good thing because like, uh, you don't want to be needing to use the toilet after all those you know flushes that you needed to do stuck in traffic like we were the first time. So that was interesting. But <laughs> yeah, the second time, yeah. so um, the second time there were much more people there. Um, <laughs> What they asked me to do to prepare for the colonoscopy was completely different than the first time. So, like, it, it really is hit and miss. It's, like you said, it's like going to a restaurant. Even that restaurant might have a bad chef that day. Mm. It just doesn't care about what he yeah. gives you because you've already paid for it. Right. So, um, they did all right. Uh, they did a good job. I woke up. I'm pretty sure they didn't touch me. Take anything. <laughs> Any more than normal. Well, the thing is, with your ass, you can't have a look to see if everything's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, they, they, the doctor called me um, Big Brother afterwards. So <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it's my friend. It's my Big Brother." Oh, <laughs> when I woke up, <laughs> that's no good. <laughs> yeah, right. So. If you ever get told that, yeah. <laughs> so. all right, we need to pause. I do pop. not know what happened in there. Basically, right. in China, you can. They say like Google, like mm, brother, brother, like, like brother or mate or something. Yeah. So that's just yeah. That means that they're, they're really close to you now. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but so all, every, <laughs> all clear then. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> that was a tasty bit of pizza. Yeah. Um, no pizza. Okay, uh, well let, I tell you what. Green sauce on that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Researchers, did they give you pictures as well after? Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. get them. Yeah. yeah, okay. Put that in the stash. Yeah, um, hope that's I not going to go on your. You. you can put on Twitter. <laughs> put it on our China Jedi yeah, yeah, social media. Get inside the hosts. <laughs> okay, so finally, um, let's just end with, with one other question. I'm yeah, going to yeah. come out with this because I think it was a question that you said earlier, and I was like, I'll oh, leave it to the podcast. Right. And you said to Ryan, and it's funny that you picked him to say it to. <laughs> what? You said it's the piercings. What things? <laughs> yeah. Amongst others. Um, you said, what's illegal in China to Ryan? Right. To us, I just answered the best. What was the answer? What is illegal in China? Pretty much the same things that are illegal in every country. Well, not every country. Yeah. It's like, even smoking weed is really illegal. <laughs> the reason yeah, yeah. I asked yeah. the question is because, you know, obviously you're not going to know all the laws of a country. No. Especially mm. in a country like China where they change the laws constantly, yeah. right? So, it wasn't more it wasn't really geared towards you know obvious laws like you know yeah. doing drugs you know crime stuff like that like basic criminal things obviously those are illegal everywhere right but like is there any laws here that you wouldn't be aware of that you might get in trouble for doing like something that you might think is silly back I see home. yeah 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 that was more along what I was trying to ask sure. like in Singapore you can't drop chewing gum or stuff on the yeah street. stuff like that right, yeah. but I mean I mean something that's actually enforced like, <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah, I know there's laws. Well, and, then that's nothing, then. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can't. I really can't think of anything else. So it's just the basic principles, right? One yeah. that came to uh, you apparently are not allowed to record um, audio content on the sides of streets in China about <laughs> things about China. Right, that makes sense. So we'd never do that. Um, <laughs> what else will? You got into trouble before, haven't uh, not this time. Protesting, yeah. don't protest. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, generally, I mean, in, in our experiences, I think, unless you're a complete and utter imbecile, yeah. I think it's quite yeah. safe. Oh, that's another good thing, actually. I mean, it is safe. It's there's order, and yeah, that's something uh, that I found. I, yeah. I actually feel really safe. Here. Yeah, I don't walk down at night. Yeah, it's, 
If you want trouble, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. I notice I walk around at nighttime by myself, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, and yeah. I don't feel unsafe at all. Yeah. I, I think it's a really safe country, and I think the... I think the general population here is, you know, they're just nice people, really. Yeah, yeah I can't think of anything that comes to mind that would be, to us, a little bit kind of, that's a bit silly. But, you know, Chinese New Year, you want to keep your doors not, not wide open, because there, there does tend to be an increase in theft around yeah. Chinese Year, because people leave their jobs and they get out of here, so they just feel there's an easier tendency to steal. If you go around bars at night, like even this place, late at night, they change. And, you know, alcohol can do anything to anyone, yeah? Yeah, of course. And, you know, you'll put yourself in more of a vulnerable situation. Um, so what about something... Okay, well, here's a good example, actually. Kissing. Oh, kissing on the street. That's allowed, isn't it now? Kissing on the streets? You don't... Is it never allowed? Yeah, I don't... Because no, people don't do it. Cause it's... No, they don't do it. But I think it's more... I don't know. I'm not saying it was banned or anything. I just... Yeah. Just kind of things that maybe you should, like, negate from doing. Yeah. No, keep kissing. Yeah, move on. <laughs> No, here's a good example of what I'm trying to say. Okay, so let's say you came here late at night. Yeah. And you, as you were just saying, alcohol does anything to anyone. Yeah. And somebody started to fight with you. Let's say a Chinese local. Yeah. Even though you're completely sound in your mind, you don't want to fight. They, yeah. They attack you, and you have no choice but to defend yourself. Yeah. Are you up shit's creek for that? Are you going to go to jail? Yeah. It's better than Korea, but it's still bad. Yeah. Like so Korea, basically, if you win, you're the one who'd start Basically, you're better off not to do anything. Just take the ass kicking. <laughs> what the what the police were advertising? If you the, the post, I remember the post announced that said, if you win, you go to jail. If you yeah. lose, you go to hospital, yeah. and you still get in trouble now. Yeah. Like even if you're in a fight, if you're in a fight, you're in, yeah. you're going to the police station after you've been in the hospital. And so there goes that's my question right there, mm. right? See, that seems ridiculous, right? So that's mm. unless you stay home, that's unavoidable. Something yeah. like that could happen to you, right? So yeah. that's a weird law. It is, right? Yeah. That you could be in trouble for not doing anything. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, here's another funny law. So I have a problem with my, uh, an apartment of mine upstairs is leaking into my apartment, so we might have to take them to legal action. Right. And the lawyer says, to take someone to court, we need to get their Chinese ID. You know, Chinese ID, they carry yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, funny thing is, I'm like, well, Mr. Lawyer, what happens if the person says he's not, doesn't want to give me his Chinese ID? <laughs> and he's like, you can't take him to court. I'm like, well, that's surely the easiest thing to get around having to be taken yeah. to court. You just don't give someone your ID. Apparently, these lawyers have to go through this painstaking process of like a three-day um, research reconnaissance mission to get the ID to take people to court. Um, yeah, so that's quite a funny one. Mm. Uh, there's always little weird, weird little yeah. idiosyncrasies within... They'll Lord. try and take your passport. If you go to a hotel, they'll try and take your passport and keep it. And that, like, depending on the hotel, it might be okay. Mm -hmm. But try not to do that. Try try to let them copy it and then keep yeah. it back. I have a copy in my wallet now. That's what my yeah, but you need the original. A copy won't be good enough. Yeah, you have to take places. it so they can see it. Yeah. But when they, they take it, they copy it. Make sure they hand it back. They actually turned me away at a hotel in Hangzhou. Yeah. Oh, they will. Yeah. Yeah. They will, yeah. So you can't stay there if you don't have your original. Sorry, also, no, even difference. with the passport, they didn't take foreigners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a whole yeah, other difference. Sometimes that's the case. Which is kind of weird. They might not have the license. Yeah. I think in yeah. that case it's, it's that silly because you had that same situation it's yeah. not because of your you have to register with the police in that area they'll get into trouble yeah. basically yeah. if they get in and they're like oh why is the foreigner staying here haven't got the right permit yeah. or whatever that's where the, like, the laws are strange that way yeah but yeah but my, that, that just clears up what I was wondering anyway you know 
just basically is there anything you can get in trouble for that's like you know inadvertently done right like somebody picking a fight with you mm. so now that i know that yeah. you know, just be yeah. aware right mm. just as much as you can defend yourself but just try not to make it look like you're the aggressor yeah mm. like that's really hard but yeah you know uh, riding on motorbikes is illegal yeah shouldn't ride on a motorbike and we definitely didn't do that when we came here we never do that <laughs> no. at all you mean even sitting on the back yeah, you, you shouldn't you go on a motorbike. a motorbike. Yeah. In Juhai, you, you shouldn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, my girlfriend told me that. Yeah. Um, that was my plan when I moved here, and she was like... You can, you need to get a proper license for the bike. It has to be some business kind of usage yeah. or, or something like that. It's just another black hole, really. But again, a lot of the things in China and the things that are illegal, most people do all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's whether or not it's the not law enforced. gets enforced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, um, Mr. Mr. Far, it's been a pleasure having you all the way from Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, from landscaper to teacher in 25 days, and um, who knows, we might have you back on soon. That'd be yeah. great, I'd love, yeah, to, so I'd love yeah. to do another session with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting, it's my first podcast. Wonderful, well, without further ado, let's go and get another beer. Cheers everybody. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. This is China Jedi. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you.